Welcome to Fintech Fun. Fintech Fun is a podcast where Australian fintechs come to share their stories. Hi, it's Chris Titley here as part of the Fintech Fun podcast series. I'm speaking with Justin Sung. The, um, actually, you're the founder, not a co-founder. Is that right? Founder. Yeah, that's right. Found, f- founder at AllSignal um, from over in New Zealand. Justin, thanks so much for being part of this series. Well, thanks, Chris, for having me on. I love your, the fact that you're the, the pulse of the Fintech uh, community <laughs> in Australia and New Zealand. I've been following you for a while, so glad to, glad to finally be on. Excellent. No, I appreciate the feedback. Keeps me going, keeps me driven every day when I get uh, words like that. So thank you very much. There is a lot happening, albeit in a subdued um, funding market, but certainly lots happening. Let's talk about AllSignal. Let's talk about uh, the business and why it was created and how it was created. Great. Uh, thanks. AllSignal really uh, was born out of the fact because for the last 10 years I've been, I guess, typecasted as a, a fintech engineer. Um, and it, I fell into fintech and fell in love with fintech. And throughout that journey, there was just one thing that I kept seeing uh, re- reoccurring with every startup or uh, new fintech platform that I joined. Um, and, and the biggest thing that stood out for me was fintechs um, chase after the customer and acquire customers very quickly. But on the flip side, realize that as financial product providers uh, are also risk-based businesses. Um, what I found was from FinTech to FinTech, all these risk controls uh, that, that every good financial and responsible uh, platform needs to have is built from scratch. Uh, and OffSignal really plans to have a suite of tools that can be dropped into any FinTech so that they can sleep easier knowing that their customers are safe and they're doing everything they can to be responsible with privacy and data. And Justin, look, I know that the timing of your business is, is you don't know what's going to happen in terms of a macro environment, but, but certainly the focus here in Australia has been the, the recent incidents um, and, and, and the talk around is about what happens to my data and is it safe and, and cybersecurity seems to be the, uh, the buzzword on, on most ASX-listed company announcements at the moment in terms of what they're doing and, and mechanisms are in play. Can you talk about that a little bit in terms of the moments that are, that are happening in and around us at the moment and, and how that you fit in and, and potentially, you know, tailwinds for your business? Yeah, look, this is, um, I guess, not something we wish upon anyone, but the tailwinds are there. Uh, and it's really because for the last 10 years or since the last uh, crisis where we've experienced a boom in uh, delivery of digital products, and services, especially during COVID. Um, we've done a very good job in digitizing a lot of, of our interactions with businesses. But where the, the wheels come off is, you know, there are big questions that need to be asked on how companies actually treat sensitive data and store value, a hard-earned cash. So, hey, look, it's... it's um, it's great that it's a great time to exist, and it's also a great time to also be, um, you know, where, where security and data and privacy is now 
you know, more, you know, more in the spotlight as opposed to, you know, high scale consumer acquisition. Um, so I'm glad that we're here now after uh, the last couple of years. I think uh, that, you know, it's, it's number one with every financial product now. And in terms of your product suite and, and the tools that you offer, um, how much has come from what customers or early customers have, have given you in regards to feedback or, or have you sort of custom built it to sort of drop in for, for everyone? Yeah, great. So look, I've, I've drawn a, a couple of uh, syntax that I've been a part of and uh, you know, most recently, uh, Lay By the New Zealand Buy Now Pay Later uh, and, and prior engagements after pay and we've taken a lot of the best practices uh, when it comes to trying and when you want to scale out a consumer platform uh, and still manage the customer experience. So the way I try and analogize it is when we start ingesting and collecting sensitive data or providing very complex and very uh, readily available financial products, you need to figure out whether or not your locks on your system is either bigger or stronger and hard to break into or whether or not they're smart enough to identify and understand what the customer is doing and what bad users are, are behaving on your platform. So a single suite of products essentially can be dropped in to any kind of fintech platform that's really concerned about security and safety but not compromising on the customer experience. Um, our rules engine that we have essentially can ingest customer data uh, or behavior and give you the rules for your platform to essentially change the levers to how secure something may should be depending on risk and letting maybe a good customer through without any kind of blockers. And that's really where uh, the future of security is, is moving ahead rather than big heavy locks and big safes that are really great at stopping uh, people from, from accessing their data, but ultimately uh, it really doesn't do anything for the customer experience and puts people off using the service. So, you know, in a nutshell, we offer step-up authentication that can be dropped in based on a rules engine. Wow, yeah, and, and that's a good analogy when it comes to physical security as well in terms of houses or buildings, in terms of thinking about things from a from a lock point of view. It, it makes uh, it, it certainly describes the the picture. And Justin, talking about your your business and your journey so far in terms of funding and who's who's behind you and who's backing you, can you talk about that process um, for other fintech founders out there? Yeah, we've been um, lucky to you know had a bit of a head start in terms of company building. Uh, so very fortunate to have incubated our venture through Dovetail Studios. Um, Dovetail Studios are a award-winning uh, agency and studio incubator. Uh, they're, they're the ones behind the, all of Afterpay's client side, uh, uh, customer-facing apps, for example. So I, I've uh, incubated uh, OffSignal through um, the, the studio, and mid this year we uh, raised our in first round of funding uh, and you know we've brought some great industry um, investors people that uh, have worked for successful fintechs for example we've got um, Russell Bennett who uh, was uh, sold his business to Visa uh, we have uh, Dovetail uh, following on from the initial incubation uh, we've got you know well-known uh, 
you know, A and Z uh, brands in the VC world like BlackBerry just contributing uh, into our initial round. So uh, there's a there's a great tick of uh, validation from our investors, and I'm actually proud to to say that we're actually working with big brand names at the moment, uh, and we hope to to share with that more, you know, with, with others more publicly. Uh, when that happens, but it's great to be recognized for our technology very, very early on to, to work with big uh, ANZ brand names at the moment. And you mentioned then just ANZ. I mean, is this business um, you know built for built for the, for a global industry, or is it too many complications and overlay, or or is you know ANZ the starting point for you, and and the, and the market's obviously big enough here as well. Yeah, privacy and security is a global. Uh, Problem and the the good thing is that yes you know you, we you can deploy us uh, if you were based in North America Asia Pacific it doesn't really matter uh, but it's uh, our home home turf in this part of the world and um, what we find is you know Aussie fintechs especially in this climate are actually very interested in security and privacy and uh, we have great chats because they just want to. Uh, connect to begin with to understand the risk landscape and maybe tap on a little bit of my previous experience in, in buy now pay later uh, to overlay that with what they do. Uh, so I'm very happy to, to be very fortunate to have have a, a, a you know, alumni or a pool and environment and ecosystem where where uh, that's really our, our backyard. Yeah, and in terms of talking about fintechs in general locally what's what are you seeing in terms of the the attitude or the uh, i suppose the vibrancy in the in the sector it's it it's you know for me being in it every day it still feels strong and there's a lot of people that are that are really kind of putting the foot down but if you look from a, a capital markets point of view or a public markets point of view it you know some of these stocks per se are still 80 or 90 percent from their from their highs, which doesn't sort of bode well to private valuations and private funding. Yeah, look, I think there's a, been obviously a huge mandate shift from investors to their, um, you know, companies that they, they put money into, into a more uh, profit-driven mindset. And, you know, you're starting to see fintechs that have already baked in good unit economics into their business model. Um, the ones that you know, are responsible with, you know, financial interest-bearing products, uh, a very slick consumer experience, seem to be weathering the storm. Um, and, you know, look, there, there's been a big push in, in other parts of FinTech, uh, which uh, we're very well familiar with in customer acquisition, and it's now up to them to really turn their um, consumer basis that they've, they've you know, rapidly acquired and figure out what other value-added options and, and, and value that they can give outside of, um, you know, interest-free uh, installment plans. Um, so I think look, the, the, it's very exciting because I guess the, the economics is now dictating, um, you know, a, a shift in, in, in how products need to change. Uh, and it's not a pure customer acquisition play where you can buy big billboards and put Snoop Dogg on it uh, to acquire customers. <laughs> yeah. So yep. I think it's great. This is a great time to be thinking about how uh, FinTech can really shape the next 10 years. No, no, I agree 100%. Uh, I think it's a, 
a, a really interesting time coming off the the high highs of 2020 and 2021 to to the low lows of where we are now but um but somewhere in between there's some some amazing companies justin when you're not talking about um authentication and, and security and, and running a business um and talking to large customers uh mate uh, what do you get up to in your in your downtime what's a what's a secret hobby that no one knows about uh, i like to tell people that i, I uh, used to be part of the barbershop chorus uh and we, uh, we, you know, about about seven years ago, flew to to Las Vegas uh, to perform in front of the uh, an forty thousand large uh, enthusiastic American crowd, singing uh, in a in a barbershop chorus. Uh, so I'd love to, uh, you know, you know, pick that right up uh, now that I have a little bit more control over my time being a founder. I guess. Uh, as opposed to, to, to running around and being under the pump. Uh, you know, downtime is important, and I tell my own team that as well. Um, I live uh, on one of the nicest parts of Auckland, well, uh, the Hibiscus Coast, and, you know, I've got me, my wife, and the dog. Uh, we love uh, to really throw the ball around with the dog uh, and, and live a, a, a simple life that way on the beach. Justin, uh, definitely the f- the first ever guest on my podcast series that has performed in front of forty thousand people as part of a barbershop uh, quartet. Um, how did you How did you feel at the time then uh, when you when you walked out there and there's uh, all eyes on you? Oh mate, it's uh, it's an unreal feeling. I think you just had to shake it off and uh, open open my track up and uh, <laughs> sing as loud <laughs> as I can. I think that's what uh, my memory of that of that. But he looked. Uh, Having that opportunity is electric, and uh, yeah, it's good memories. And and Justin, one final question for all the, the fintech founders out there that may be listening uh, to this podcast: some piece of advice that you can give to them. Uh, obviously, yeah, as I mentioned before, pretty turbulent time. But uh, is there some sort of business acumen that that you've that you've uh, lived by or can pass on to others? Yeah, no. Look, I've, I've uh, sat under a few. Uh, founders in my time now, and the thing that really, you know, that I've taken away from these founders is to just be persistent and be convicted, and that takes you a long, long way. Um, you know, the, the ones that lose their, their passion or convictions uh, peter off. Um, so really just, you know, if you believe that you're changing the world, um, back yourself, and I'm personally just you know, with Offsignal here to help and, and help uh, any founder backing themselves. And we're very stoked to, to be doing that already with some uh, fintechs that we have on our books. Excellent, Justin. We'll leave it there, mate. Thanks so much for the chat today about Offsignal, the, the foundations, uh, the total addressable market, the market that you're playing in. Obviously, a very deep connection to the fintech ecosystem moving forward, the, the, the funding path that you've chosen as well as um, some little hobbies that uh, others have not had on the show before. Um, really appreciate um, what you what the, the story so far. Really look forward to catching up in the in the coming while, and, and all the best for the future. Yeah, no, when I hop across uh, the ditch there, I'll give you a buzz and you can have a beer. Mate, that sounds great. Look forward to it. Thanks again, Justin. Yes, thank you. For more information on Sub11, jump onto our LinkedIn or email me chris at sub11.com.au. Thanks for listening.